<clears throat> All right, we'll let everyone roll in for a second here. Big news in the world of Kansas athletics. Huge news dropping this morning unexpectedly. So we'll wait a couple seconds here, but we were we are going to break down the firing of former athletic director Shane Zinger at the University of Kansas. <clears throat> All right, we'll just get into it right away. So like I said, big news in the world of Kansas athletics. Breaking pretty much out of nowhere this morning. Former AD Shane Zinger relieved of his duties. Effective immediately. Uh, Doug Gerard, Chancellor Christmas morning, said in a news release this morning, quote, This morning I met with Shane and relieved him of his duties. Shane has been a loyal Jayhawk in Kansas athletics, has improved in many ways, areas has been elusive to achieve the level of success we need and expect. A change in leadership is necessary. If you are feeling bad for him, KU said in a news release that per agreement, Zinger will be paid two years of his salary at $700,000 a year plus health insurance premium, bringing his total to a clean $1.4 million. Uh, Gerard continued, quote, in addition, earlier today I spoke with Coach Beatty and shared my expectation that he will continue recruiting hard and getting his team ready for the season. Sean Lester will serve as interim AD, and Chancellor Doug Gerard also noted that he enlisted KU alum Drew Jennings, KU interim AD in 2003, to lead the process of identifying a permanent athletics director. Drew Jennings, of course, is credited with leading the search process and the hiring of Bill Self back in 2003. So... Zinger fired. Initial reaction here. You never want to see another man lose his job, right? It's hard to sit here and openly root for another person to lose their job and lose their means to which they provide for their family. But it was time to move on. And like I said earlier, he's not exactly going to be headed to the poorhouse. KU is paying him $1.4 million to go away. And that's what happens with coaching or athletic director firings at this level. You feel bad for them for like five seconds, and then you look at their buyout money, and you see like millions of dollars, and you're like, okay, we're done feeling bad for him. So KU paid him $1.4 million to go away. But anyway, it was time to move on from Zinger, right? He's a good dude. He accomplished some nice things at the university, including, but not limited to, the Raise the Champ Project which is the new football stadium, the new practice facilities and everything. Uh, he also played an intricate part in the construction of Rock Shock Park, which is the track and field, the softball and the soccer, all those facilities. Super nice, state-of-the-art, some of the best in the Big 12. He helped construct that. Um, he also helped build the new basketball dorm, McCarthy Hall, and the DeBruce Center, um, the building that is adjacent to Allen Fieldhouse that holds the rules to basketball. Uh, under his regime, the women's track team won a national championship. The volleyball team went to a Final Four. So it's not exactly like ever since we hired Zanger back in 2011 that he's just been sitting in his office with his feet up, making millions of dollars to just pull his putt and not accomplish anything. Right, he, he did some nice things, and he's a really nice guy. Zinger's a really nice guy, but this is not a business in which you get to survive for just being a nice guy, right? This is the highest level of Division I athletics. 
Zanger was brought in to restore order to the football program, right? That was the main goal when we hired Zinger. We hired him as a football guy. We hired him to come in and restore order to the football program. That did, <laughs> I think it's safe to say that has not happened. KU football right now in its current state is a national laughing stock under Zinger. 12-72 and 72 in the overall. 3-60 and 60 in the Big 12. Six total wins versus FBS competition. In that same time period, North Dakota State has five, five wins versus FBS competition. North Dakota State isn't in it even in the FBS. And they have one less win versus FBS competition than Kansas has since 2011. That's an embarrassment. Zinger has also been a part of 46 straight road losses. And if you take Zinger's main three hires, Charlie Weiss, David Beatty, Brandon Schneider, the women's uh, basketball coach, KU is a combined eight Eight in 109 under those coaches in the Big 12. And then a quote that pretty much, if you want to have one quote, if you say, Jared, I need one quote to summarize Zinger's time, this is the quote. Zinger said this back when he hired Charlie Weiss. He said, quote, I set out to find the best, and I found Charlie Weiss. That is an actual quote from our guy Zinger. <laughs> kind of hard to come back from. He is now fired. So, Main questions here. Why did this happen now, right? Why did this happen now? What was the straw that broke the camel's back? I don't think Zinger just rolled out of, or I don't think Gerard just rolled out of bed this morning and decided that he wanted all hell to break loose. I don't think when he woke up this morning, he was like, you know what I want to do today? I want to fire Zinger. No, that's not what happened because I think we were kind of working under the assumption that both Zinger and David Beatty would lead us into the next football season, right? Gerard had publicly stated that. And if the plan all along was to fire Zinger because of football, then they could have done that five months ago, right? That 12-72 and 72 record has not changed since January. No additional wins have been tacked on since then. Um, when Back in January, I guess, Gerard was just getting his feet wet back then maybe he wanted to take some time get settled in and really evaluate the scope of everything before making a big move I don't know maybe he knew all along that Zinger would be fired in the coming months and he had spent this last time scouting out replacements but here's what I actually think happened here's what I actually think happened with the firing out of nowhere I think I'll address questions in a second I think Matt Beatty current head of the Williams Fund and Zinger and company the people tasked with raising the money for the Raise the Chant, which is the football stadium, I think what happened is they're really behind in their quest to raise the necessary funds to get the actual stadium built. I think they were way behind in their fundraising, and then I think the big money boosters got fed up with it, right? The boosters didn't feel like the leadership under Zinger was going to be good enough to even get all the money necessary to get the stadium built so the boosters are no longer going to waste their time or any of their own money in helping him out. I just think some of the big money boosters decided that, hey, if we're still going to support this project, we got to get rid of Zinger or we're not just or we're not going to support it anymore, right? The timeline just doesn't really make sense for a random firing in May if something else didn't happen. Because like I said, if they wanted to fire him because of football, they could have fired him in January. Right, The football program has not gotten any worse since January. It hasn't gotten any better since January. It's been the status quo. If they wanted to fire him for football, they could have done it in January. I think something else had to happen, and I think that was the boosters kind of getting tired of him. 
Zinger didn't raise enough money, and I think that's kind of what happened. KU also recently sent out a survey to boosters about the state of affairs in the football program. So you can imagine that didn't probably didn't come back positive. <laughs> um, yeah, owners who we will be relying on to fund our precious stadium. And think about this too, guys. When was the last time KU was in the news for something good? We recently had the cheerleading scandal. We've had all the bad publicity from Adidas. Just kind of a lot of negativity surrounding the university of late. The football program still a national laughing stock. So it's just it's just been kind of time to move on for a while now. It was just kind of a matter of when it would actually happen. And another thing to note, Zinger was never capable of fairly evaluating uh, David Beatty, right? Their careers were linked together. Zinger wasn't going to get a third chance at a football coaching hire. So he was never going to fire David Beatty himself, right? No matter how bad David Beatty did this year, if Zinger was still the AD and Beatty went out, rolled out his team, lost to Nickel State, they got and then got railroaded at home by Rutgers. Zinger still would have came out and said, well, I support David Beatty. You know, we got to continue to support him. So Zinger was never going to fire Beatty this whole time. So I think this is a good step forward. The Beatty hot seat meter has officially gone from like a summer July day in Kansas, and it's now expedited to the center of the goddamn sun, right? He, like, David Beatty is the lamest of lame ducks right now, as my buddy Brendan said. He is legitimately probably going to have to win five or six games to win, keep his job. Because when the new AD rolls in, he's going to want his guy to come in, and he's not going to want to have to rely on David Beatty. He's going to want his hand-picked guy to come in and turn things around, not David Beatty. So, and uh, I saw a couple people say, fire Beatty now. I, that's not a good idea, because, like, your roster is going to deteriorate, and that was the whole problem from the start. So you can't fire him now. You're just going to have to let him roll out there in the fall, see what happens. And so, yeah. Um, so, bigger scope. The athletic director hire, this hire coming up, is like so, I can't even describe how important it is for not only the future of KU Athletics, but the future of really the university as a whole. Because... There is still a potential, there is still a great potential for co more conference realignment down the road, and if KU goes out and hires another just complete disaster of an athletic director, and they still can't get the football ship righted, the fundraising for the football stadium falls apart, it's possible that when realignment, more realignment comes down the road in about six or seven years, if KU doesn't get the ship righted with football in the stadium, it's possible that they could get left out of a conference. I know that sounds dramatic, but if they can't get the ship righted, if they go out and hire another disaster of an AD, they can't get the ship righted, they can't get the stadium built, then it's possible that they could get left out of conference realignment. Okay, It's true. You can deny it all you want, but the Big Ten's agreement with, ES or the Big Ten's agreement with Fox and ESPN expires at the end of the 2023 sports year. The Pac-12 deal expires after the 2024 year, and then the Big 12s are over the following year. So that's kind of when we may see some more pieces moving around with conference realignment. And another thing to note, traditional rights with like Fox and ESPN and those big media companies, those might be obsolete by then, right? Fans are consuming content in different ways now. This shift could bring in the Amazons, Twitters, Googles, Facebooks, 
into the marketplace. And then the conferences may decide that when all the deals are up, that reorganizing, adding, subtracting teams, whatever they need to do may be in their best interest in order to maximize their value and position themselves for the biggest TV payday or Amazon payday, Facebook payday, right? The future of the Big 12 has been uncertain ever since. Missouri, Nebraska, Colorado, A&M left. Um, in late July, ESPN announced an extension of the ACC network and the ACC rights. Um, so the Big 12 is right now is the only Power 5 league without their own TV network. And they are doing better than the Pac-12 right now to their credit. But without a TV network, this is probably going to mean revenue gap will start to continue to grow for the Big 12 to the other schools. And the conference stability is not, it's not on great footing. Like I said, they're still doing better than the Pac-12 right now. But if Oklahoma and Texas want to leave and are poached away from the Big 12, a move that they have both messed around with before, then the conference would be in jeopardy. So that would mean all the Big 12 schools would be left scrambling for a new conference. There's only so many spots left in other conferences. So, like I said, this athletic director hire is very important to Kansas as a school, as an uh, athletics department. It's just really important, right? Maybe the basketball program is enough to carry the water, but we all know that's football is the moneymaker, right? Kansas can have the most successful basketball program in the world. It's still not going to match the revenue dollars that big-time football programs bring in. It's just not. That's just how it goes. So, and another thing, the next eight, this next AD hire, that might be the guy that's tasked with hiring the replacement for Bill Self. We didn't. I don't think I wanted Zinger in charge of that. This next guy might be in charge of the guy that has to hire the replacement for Bill Self. So, the big question is, who is Kansas going to hire for their athletic director? I have one name that's been thrown around for months, and I'll talk about him now. I'll give you guys a little breakdown of him. That's Terry Mahodger. Um, he's the current athletic director at Arkansas State. This is a name that's been thrown around for a while. This seems to be a guy that a lot of Kansas fans are interested in. Terry Mahodger, current athletic director at Arkansas State. He's from Overland Park, Kansas. He's worked uh, multiple years at KU. He served uh, about a year as Kansas's senior associate director of athletics and chief marketing officer. And he goes back further than that, too. He was originally, uh, I believe, a grad assistant and an offensive line coach at KU in the early mid-1990s. So he's been really good at Arkansas State, right? Um, I have some stuff written down from their, uh, their website's bio of him. He has 13 conference championships. The school has 13 conference championships under him, including four football titles, 2012, 2013, 2015, 2016, league crowns in volleyball, track, bowling, <laughs> women's basketball, um, and then cross country. But during Mahajir's tenure at Arkansas State, they have had three different coaches. One guy you might have heard of, Gus Malzahn, now at Auburn. They had Bryce ha uh, Brian Harson, now at Boise State. And then now they have Blake Anderson. So his hires have been really good. They've been crowned by the media as some of the best in the country. This past year, he got a game scheduled with Nebraska. Arkansas State went down to Nebraska, almost won, lost by a touchdown, I think. Uh, they also somehow got a game scheduled last year in football with Miami. Miami was set to come down to Arkansas State this year and play, but it got canceled due to a hurricane. And then next year, they got a game scheduled with Alabama. So Incredible paydays that Mahajir set up for the school, incredible games. It's almost impossible for a 
non uh, a group of five team to get a team like Miami to come down to Arkansas State, but that was on the schedule last year. Unfortunately, got canceled due to the hurricane. He's also been really good at fundraising. Um, according to their website, facilities have received a number of facelifts since Mahadra's arrival, making sure that the athletic department's front door and other sports areas possess a first-class appearance. Arkansas State has completed and is in the process of a combined $60 million in construction and facility renovation since his arrival, including stadium lighting and new seats at their football stadium, a new track and new tennis courts. He was also appointed as the Sunbelt Conference's representative on the inaugural college football playoff athletic director's advisory board, acting as one of only 10 athletic directors from FBS conferences on the board. And then he was also asked to serve on the NCAA Division I Championships Cabinet and the NCAA Division I Football Issues Committee. Mahajer was one of six athletic directors appointed to the NCAA Division I Football Ad Hoc Recruiting Working Group, which was formed to conduct a com comprehensive review of Division I and football recruiting legislation. Additionally, he was invited to be a guest panelist at the Knight Commission public meeting in May 2017 at the National Press Club. So that is the name I've heard. Terry Mahajer, Kansas guy from Overland Park, currently at Arkansas State, has had tremendous success. He's been very good with football, and obviously that's what Kansas needs right now. If it's Terry Mahajer or someone else, they have to bring in an AD that is connected with football coaching and knows a plan that they can put in place to get the ship righted for football. Because like we talked about, conference realignment is coming up. You can never be too safe. Kansas has won 12 games since 2011 in football. Football carries the weight in athletics. We all know that. The basketball program can be as good as it is, but if you don't have a good football program, you are still not going to be a top choice in realignment. So any questions on the firing of Zinger? We broke down all of his shortcomings. He, he like, like you said, though, he's not a bad guy. Not a bad guy at all. Just was brought in to do football. Couldn't get it done. So any questions before we take off on Terry, Mahajer, Shane Zinger? Any questions like that? If not, that was our Zinger emergency press conference. Didn't expect the news to come out this morning, but it did. So we will see where Kansas goes in the future. Very important hire. Thank you. Oh, got a question. Where would KU go if they got left out of the conference? Um, well, if they got left out of the conference, then it would be maybe the Mountain West or the American. I, I don't think Kansas will get left out of the conference, but like I said, if they can't get their football stadium built and they can't get their football program back to at least respectability, you never know what can happen. So with that, we'll take off. Thank you for tuning in. Zinger is gone.